the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom and welcome as we look at the heart of Messiah this day. Would you join me in prayer? Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King, we come to you at this time, Lord, seeking, seeking a closeness with you. Lord, we are seeking your will in our lives. Uh, Lord, we're looking at the intimacy that you provide us and say we want more. We want to truly live for you. So as some of our audience and myself are going through prayer and fasting right now, we ask, Lord, that you would download to us more of your spirit, that we would be more on fire, more hungry for you, and that this program would be a part of that, part of our worship, part of our praise, and part of, of just how you are ministering to us. So we bless you, we thank you, and praise you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Amen. So last week we spoke about the proclamation of 1863 by Abraham Lincoln called the National Day for Prayer and Humiliation. I guess we would call it humility at this point. <laughs> and if you didn't hear that program, you can go on our website, heartofmessiah.org, hear that program and all our past programs. But you can also call Karen, and she'll send you out a copy of that proclamation, also our prayer and fasting booklet. And you can reach Karen at 813-831-5673. Let me just say that uh, that proclamation was amazing. It would be just as if we would read it today. It had the same uh, sense of urgency and, and so on that we have today. So as we are continuing on this time of prayer and fasting, 21 days of prayer and fasting right before 
the holy days in September. This is a, a great time to consider what God is giving you a burden for and for your friends and your family and people you meet to come to know Yeshua as their Messiah. Would you bring them to our one of our congregations? We have four of them you can visit in St. Pete, Tampa, uh, Wesley Chapel, and South Bay, which is the Riverview, Apollo Beach area. We'd love to see you. Check out our website at shereshdavid.org or call Karen, as I mentioned, 813-835. I'm sorry, 831-5673. There's also a wonderful movie coming out the weekend of September 7th. It's called The Favorite. It's the type of movie you would want to bring your non-believing friends to because it's not preachy. It's well done. It's an excellent story. It'll touch both men and women, and it will start some great conversations about relationships and about the Lord. So I recommend it highly. Get your tickets even now. As our congregations, as I mentioned to you before, are in the second week of our 21 days of prayer and fasting, I'd like to cover two important areas, certainly the first is a key, and uh, that key is um, starting with ourselves. <laughs> we, you know, we oftentimes we tend to pray for our job, our finances, our relationships, things like that, and we pray for other people and other situations, and that's wonderful. But I believe, especially during prayer and fasting, that we should be praying about ourselves and our inner working with God. You know, in Isaiah 58.6, it says, Is not this the fast I choose to release the bonds of wickedness, to untie the cords of the yoke, and to let the oppressed go free and to tear off every yoke? And that is what I want for my life. That, that's it. I want to see when those things happen, I will just have this amazingly great relationship with the Lord. It's not that it's bad now, but it could be way better, I'm sure. And so God wants to touch our innermost being. He wants to set us free. So let's look at that inner working and be transparent with ourselves and pray for God to heal us internally and set us free. You know, most believers are probably not being honest with themselves. One, I'll give you two reasons. The first reason is that we're too busy to think about ourselves. There's too much distraction, too much commotion in our lives, and so we are not thinking about our inner workings so much. Secondly, there... <laughs> You know, it is hard for us to be truthful with ourselves. Uh, it, it's much easier for us to look at ourselves in a more surfacey condition and cause blame to be assessed to other people, other situations, so that we really don't have to deal with the truth which is that sometimes, you know, we're not so pretty. In fact, we can be downright ugly. 
Well, that's a whole nother time, another place. In order to have a close and intimate relationship with God, we have to be clean before him. And in Isaiah 59, 2, it says, Rather, your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God. Your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. If that is true, then the opposite is also true, that when we get clean before God, we automatically become closer. The more sin is part of our lives, both the sins we know about and the sins we don't even see, We are separated from God. Now, before you condemn yourself in this area for what you've done and what you are doing, think of King David. He lusted. He committed adultery. He had Uriah killed. But God, who knows the beginning, the middle, and the end, said in 1 Samuel 13, 4, but now your kingship will not last Adonai has sought, that was talking, by the way, about Saul, for himself a man of his own heart. So Adonai will appoint him as ruler over his people because you have not guarded what Adonai commanded you. So God was looking for a ruler who would be a person, over, uh, you know, that would be um, his heart, that would be part of his heart. And, and, King David was just that, and yet, look what he did. And it was repeated in Acts 13.22. After removing him, he raised up David to be their king. He also testified about him and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my heart, who will do my will. Well, how can he do that? How can he even say that when King David did those awful things? Well, God can say this about King David because of how he looks at us. When talking about picking King David in 1 Samuel 16, 7, this is what it says. But Adonai said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or his stature because I have already refused him, for he does not see a man as a man sees For man looks at the outward appearance, but Adonai looks into the heart. God is telling Samuel that you can't pick these other brothers that look so good, but I'm going to pick somebody of my, that, that look, because I'm going to look into their heart. I'm going to know what's there. And so he picks King David. So if King David can have a clean heart before God, You and I can too. But let's figure out how to do this. So certainly it is good to start out with how King David got clean before the Lord after committing what seemed to be such unforgivable sins. So let's start with Psalm 51, 12 through 15. I'll read it through and then we'll take it apart. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence. Take not your Ruach HaKodesh from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain me with a willing spirit. 
Then will I teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. In this time of prayer and fasting, when we are seeking to get closer to God, let's start out with the first phrase. This has to be from your heart. This was from David's heart to the Lord. Lord, create in me a clean heart. And I think he says create because God's going to have to do this because obviously King David, having just done these awful things, knew his heart was awful. And though, even though he was a good guy in many areas, before the Lord, he was not holy. So he doesn't say the word, look at my clean heart, or I'd like to have a clean heart. He tells God to create in me a clean heart. And I believe that's our prayer. We have to have a will to have a clean heart. We have to make that the desire to pray and say, Lord, create in me a clean heart. And then he goes on to say, oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Now, steadfast is a spirit that is immovable. So what he's saying is, I want to be immovable for the Lord. I don't want to act on temptations anymore. I want to serve you. I want to be right before you. I want to be immovable. I I will not succumb to any more temptations. This is it. And so you can see how earnest he is as he says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Now, he knows, I believe, that he will not be cast from God's presence, but he says that because he is so downtrodden about himself. He's not questioning what God will do. He's really questioning whether he deserves anything right now. And so he says, do not cast me from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit, your Ruach HaKodesh, from me. Okay, so that's, you know, kind of like the guy who said, I believe, but help my unbelief. (laughs) But then he rebounds and he says, restore to me the joy of your salvation. Now, he knew that salvation wasn't about his good works. It wasn't about him. It was about God's gift. Even in Hebrew scriptures, even in this time prior to Yeshua, he understood. And even when people quote the scripture, they get it wrong. It says, restore to me the joy of my salvation. And that is wrong. It's restore to me the joy of your salvation because it's not about me. It's all about you, Lord. And so it's your salvation that you've graced me with and sustained me with a willing spirit. Lord, rebellion is like witchcraft. And without a willing spirit, I will have a rebellious spirit. So, Lord, give me a willing spirit, one that always seeks after you, willing to to uh, die to myself, willing to be humble before you, willing to be a servant. Give me the spirit that you love, Lord, that, that will bring me closer to you. 
And then, as I always say, after you read a scripture like this, and there's a promise at the end, I love promises at the end, then will I teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. If you do this kind of thing, that when you speak to people and you need to speak to people about the Lord, they will turn to you, Lord, they will turn to God. What an amazing blessing and promise. Have you ever led somebody to the Lord? It is amazing. And God says that when you have a clean heart and and a steadfast spirit and you have joy in your salvation and you have a willing spirit that you're you're being sustained with, then you're going to be teaching people about Yeshua, about the Lord, and they will turn to you, Lord, Oh, amazing. Jeremiah 13, 11, another great scripture that just touches me so strongly. It says, for just as the waistband, or let's call it a belt, <laughs> clings to a man's waist, so I will make the whole house of Israel and the whole house of Judah cling to me, declares Adonai, to be my me to be to me a people, a name, a, a praise and glory. But they would not obey. Oh, I find that so sad. God has made us for a purpose. And that purpose is to cling to him, to seek him, to search for him, to 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 just not let go. Not let go of him. Like you know, <laughs> Jacob, he wouldn't let go of God to receive his blessing. We are not to let go. We are to be like a, a cling to him like a waistband, a, a belt. And it says here, but they would not obey. What a tragedy that my people would not obey God. But it's an equal tragedy that my people of today, the 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 people who are brothers and sisters, Christians and Messianic Jews, also are not obeying God. And so I ask you to pray the scripture and say, let me be that waistband, that belt that clings to you, Lord. Philippians 3.10 My aim is to know him and the power of his resurrection, and the sharing of his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. Well, you know, first of all, it says, my aim is to know Yeshua. And that is, is that your aim this morning? Is that your aim today? Well, if it is, then tell him, my aim is to know you, Lord. Pray it. Father, help me know you. Help me make it my aim, moment by moment, not just one moment in a day, but all day long. And let me know the power of your resurrection. I want to see signs and wonders and miracles. Uh, The power of your resurrection raised Lazarus from the dead. And I want to be part of that. And so I'm praying and fasting to see and experience and see manifested the power of your resurrection in my life, in the people's 
of, of my family and friends and those who I speak to about you, Lord. Let them see and understand and experience resurrection power of Yeshua. And then it says, and share of his sufferings. So when I started to meditate on these words, and I'm still maybe not there yet, but let me just say that I believe as awful as the physical suffering was for Yeshua, the the suffering of having all the sins be pl- of the world be placed on him and him out of the innermost being of his spirit saying, I forgive you, is the suffering that I believe God wants me to share of Yeshua in this verse, that regardless of all the junk that people put on me, and sometimes I just put on myself, regardless of the circumstances and all the other things, that I will be ready moment by moment to say, I forgive you. I forgive me, I forgive others, And I will take the stuff gladly if it sets someone free. So, though I am not the Lord, and I'm I'm, I'm not looking for all the sins to come upon me, but I just feel that all of us, each day, people put stuff on us, and rather than resisting it, just say to to your heart and to the heart of God, I forgive them. I forgive them. I will not walk around in bitterness because Yeshua, when he died, was not bitter. And I am sharing in those sufferings of not being bitter when garbage is put upon me. Consider that. Finally, I would just say uh, so many scriptures. Psalm 42, 2 and 3, as the deer pants for streams of water, my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for the living God. Is is that you this morning? Are you panting for him? Are, are, you, are you just so so desirous of, of, of seeing him and being close to him? Like Psalm 63, O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. Another Another translation says, early I will seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and weary land. If there's anybody here in a dry and weary land, don't worry about it because this scripture is speaking to you. Just go, as it says, I look for you in the sanctuary to see your power and glory. Since your loving kindness is better than life, my lips will praise you, so I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I'll lift up my hands, and this is how we are to behave, and then the feelings will come after the behavior sometimes. So even if you don't feel that way, do it and see how God meets you. Well, I didn't get to even my second point, but my second point will come next week. And I am just so pleased that you've been with me today. 
And I would ask that you would call Karen, 813-831-5673. Tell her that you would like to donate to uh, keeping us on air, also getting the proclamation from last week, the um, prayer and fasting booklet, uh, and remembering that uh, we are coming up to the Holy Days. If you have Jewish friends, bring them to our congregations, please. Um, may the Lord be your first priority, and may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Would you join me in prayer? Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.